This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to believerstogether.com. We jump right into the action today in John 18, verse 15, where Jesus now had been arrested there in the garden, the whole scene with Peter cutting off the ear of Malchus and Jesus putting it back on Malchus's head and, and all of these kind of crazy chaotic events, uh, we're right in the middle of it. So we pick it up in verse 15 where we read, Simon Peter followed Jesus as did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and entered in with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter, verse 16, was standing at the door outside. So the other disciple who was known to the high priest went out and spoke to her who kept the door and brought in Peter. Then the maid who kept the door said to Peter, are you also one of this man's disciples? And he said, that's Peter, I am not. Now the servants and the uh, officers were standing there having made a fire of coals for it was cold. They were warming themselves and Peter was with them standing and warming himself. Now you got to know that things hadn't been going too well for Peter. He seemed to have been on a slide for some time now, actually. Therefore, it shouldn't really have been a surprise that things would end so badly as they were that day. God always seems to, however, give us time, just as he did with Peter, to correct our trajectory. A time to correct where we're going, how we're going, when we find ourselves in such a spin. It's called grace. And despite an oft fleshly weakness, Peter also seemed to be quick to learn upon an excessively large ego. You know, it still happens a lot, even with us. You know, the steps to Peter's ultimate unraveling, we can just lay it out. It goes as follows. First of all, number one, Peter contradicted Jesus's word. Now, if you've been here with us in John for a while, you know that Peter began his slide actually way back when he was contradicting Jesus's word. Do you remember? Jesus had been telling his apostles of his coming arrest and Peter was quick to rebuke that plan. And Jesus was just as quick to come back at him for it. And this was just the beginning of Peter's undoing because number two, Peter was relying on his own strength. Thus, his second fatal error was that he trusted in himself. Because you see, Peter believed that he would never, that he could never deny his Lord. And he was quick to verbally and emphatically claim as much. Number three, Peter turned to carnal weapons. So instead of remembering that our battle is not with flesh and blood, quote unquote, Peter tried to use carnal weapons, fleshly weapons to fight what is clearly a spiritual war. Number four, Peter sustained the Lord's rebuke. He was rebuked by Jesus for his positional error, and yet he still did not pull up. He still did not find his spiritual feet. Number five, after these events, he followed afar off. So according to the other gospel accounts, Peter did not run away, but he also did not join Christ in the midst of the fray either. He followed, but he followed as far back as he could. Many of us do the same. He followed from way back. Just as many of us think we too can stay with Jesus, you know, just as long as we keep him in sight, even if he is way up ahead. 
Number six, Peter then accepted a place in the company of Christ's enemies. He literally saddled up next to the enemy. And he was certainly not there to evangelize. No, he was there because he thought it was safe. And lastly, number seven, he warmed himself at their fires. You see, Peter began to warm himself at the fires of the enemy. He sought comfort while Jesus suffered. How often we can do the same in seeking our own fleshly comfort while our brothers and sisters are suffering around us. So let's review. One, Peter contradicted Jesus' word. That's where he started. Two, he relied on his own strength. Three, he turned to carnal weapons. Four, he sustained the Lord's rebuke and didn't pull up. Five, he followed afar off. Six, he accepted a place in the company of Christ's enemies. And seven, he warmed himself at their fires. Verse 15 of our text tells us that while Peter followed Jesus and this mob, he was accompanied by some mysterious other disciple. (laughs) And certainly we have a strong reason to believe that this other disciple was none other than the Apostle John. John, the writer of this gospel, seemed to have an ongoing propensity to avoid naming himself in the events of the storyline, whether they be good or bad. I guess it's not hard to imagine just how the high priest would know the Apostle John. I mean, after all, this was John's childhood stomping grounds. Back in the day when he and his family fished, they no doubt sold fishing to the town folk and likely to the high priest himself. So now Peter was about to make the biggest mistake in his life. It would be a mistake that would echo down through the ages. One so very public and frankly so very shaming. And trailing along with him was his unwitting biographer, the Apostle John, who would record it all for history. Indeed, the scriptures are true. They, as they claim, your sins will find you out. Numbers 32, 23. Peter, well, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He was warming himself around the fires of the enemy. I wonder how many of us are doing the same thing today. Maybe you think playing both sides are going to protect you. And we can do this act in so many ways. Hanging out a little with those who seek to undermine your church or undermine the kingdom of God. And maybe it's just through email or on Facebook. But, you know, in the end, it doesn't make any difference. And I have no doubt that in your pride, you think you can pull it off. I'm sure Peter thought that too. Maybe you are spiritually cold and tired today, and maybe you're confused, lonely, and hurting. So where do you go when you feel that way and you just want to get warm? Proverbs 19.5 says, A false witness shall not go unpunished. He who pours out lies shall not go free. So, let us note here that Peter was truly without excuse. I mean, after all, he did not cower before some armed soldier, did he? But rather, before a simple local girl who kept the door. It was not primarily Peter's skin he was worried about, I think but rather his life. The life, quote-unquote, that he had known up until that moment. He was essentially being asked just how much he loved Jesus and just how much he loved his calling. 
And I'm here to tell you that that is a test each one of us will one day have to take. Because it was all in, or it was time to run. So many of us will turn back when we have to drink of his blood and eat of his flesh. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.